So, all right, there's a couple benefits. There's some of the obvious ones like, you know, well, if you read more, you're smarter. This is true. Mm. I just want to say this. I am less stupid. <laughs> right. Because I have read quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're more of a smart, smarter guy than my, than my, than me. I talk real good. Than me self. Every time I open my mouth now, I talk real nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's the old Jeremy. Yeah. Back. Yeah, that sounds really good. This is a new band called The Beatles. Oh, okay. I checked them out. You may not have ever heard of them. Uh, I think they're going to make it. Yeah. Something tells me that. If they do like a an invasion of some sort. Yeah. From Australia? France? No. Br- uh, no, 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 no. France wouldn't invade Shekla. anybody. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. I'm just kidding. I love the French people. Uh, that was one of my favorite uh, moments in Seinfeld. In the season, fin- in the series finale. Oh. They talk about going to Paris. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the way that Kramer <laughs> talks, he's like, yeah. oh, woo, 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 woo. It's just like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I know. it's so good. Make I can't, his own stuff up. <laughs> it's so good. I can't even like, yeah, impersonate. It's, it's hilarious. I hope I can find a clip <laughs> to put right here. Why don't we just all go to Paris? I'll go to Paris. Because it's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. That reminds me of like um friends too when uh Emily, she was British and she oh, was yeah. dating Ross. Yeah, yeah. And then she she walks out of the room and Phoebe's like, Don't you just love the way they talk? I just love and she's the way like, they talk? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's just <the> same thing. <laughs> oh man That's but a in a show. way you know what she means yeah exactly you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, weirdly yes what's really funny is uh for those thinking like how do we choose our songs a lot of times it's very obvious mm-hmm. and sometimes we have to kind of like like last week with the serial stuff i'm like how do we find a song that is good and we yeah I googled like songs about cereal and I found this weird milky cereal song by LL Cool J and yeah. it was such a vibe yeah it was and it's amazing and so we're like smoothie out yeah <laughs> frosted flake um he's always licking his lips I think I think his name was Cheerios anyway moisturize him <laughs> great great song that I'd never heard before me neither and then today I was like. Uh, we're going to do an episode about reading. Uh, yeah. And what's a good song about reading? And we thought about it and we uh, Googled a little bit and mm-hmm. then it hit us. Paperback writer. Paperback writer. It's just, uh, it actually, when I was listening to the song, I was like, this is the perfect choice. Yeah. 
I like it. Yeah. I haven't heard that song in a long time either. I haven't either. And I, I kind of forgot how good the uh, guitar stuff was. Yeah. Um, oh, Ringo was, uh, he was Johnny on the spot there. <laughs> Ringo the drummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ringo played guitar on that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never knew it. That was probably, what's his name? Fake news. George Harrison. Yeah, probably. That Which, guy was super talented. Well, they yeah. all were. Yeah. But what an interesting band. Yeah. So uh, today is going to be about reading, and we'll get into that a little bit later. It's fundamental. But also, uh, stick around because we're going to get into some dad jokes at the end, too. Because I saw an episode of ours, an old episode of ours, and I was dying mm-hmm. laughing. Yeah. Dying laughing because there's dad that, jokes are a thing. Bro. There's this one joke that I remember. It's like, there's three unwritten rules of life. Number one, number two, <laughs> and number three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, I remember that. God, that got me. <laughs> so, uh, but before that, I wanted to talk to you about daylight savings time. Ooh. Are you, do you like the springtime version as much as I do? I do. I don't like the beginning of it. Because I probably have to Sleeping. be up early, yeah, and I lose an hour of sleep. But after that, all for it. Well, I had trouble remembering it. It's it's weird. It's like the one that's better for you physically. Well, I don't want to say that. The one that makes you get more sleep mm-hmm. uh, is actually a bad thing because it's you know you're like, well, now the days are getting like shorter. Yeah. So it was weird. It's like, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. And then the springtime, it's also a good thing and a bad thing because you're like losing an hour of sleep, but the days are longer. Yeah. And the weather's about to get really, really, really good. Yep. Um, so I keep hearing that they're going to change it permanently and that they've already made a decision. And, but I'll, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, for sure. But I know that Hopefully I, that's true. Hopefully I, this is the last time we ever change our clocks. Ever. Ever. That would be awesome. And I have an interesting way that uh, I remember daylight savings time. So instead of just, you know, what is it? Spring forward and um, fall back. Fall back. Mm -hmm. I still got it confused of how do I, which one do I lose sleep? Mm. And so (laughs) I came up with spring out of bed, Mm. fall back to sleep. Yep. There you go. Boom. There you. I like that. Freaking go. Now I'm going to remember that. Forever. <laughs> I meant to hit this button. <laughs> I just talked to Clint this week. Oh, yeah. Because. Um, How's he doing? He's doing great. How's he do doing? I. Uh, <laughs> poop joke. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so I talked to him because. You know, I'm a previous customer of his. Sure. In, in terms of, I've used his services a lot. Yep. And I had a fence installed this past week. And yeah, you did. On the day of, I was like, you know what? I kind of hope there's no water line still running in the back of my house for the previous irrigation system. Oh. And I started freaking out about it. Yeah. I just picked up the phone and I called him. I said, "Hey, buddy, do yeah. you? I know you do a lot of stuff, but do you remember this and blah blah blah?" And he just sat there and talked me through it. And that's one of the reasons why problem he's, solved. he's a good dude. It's like, yep. 
Uh, I've oh. paid him in the past for stuff. Yeah. But I just called him and asked for advice. You Problem know? solvent. Problem solvent. And uh, he was right. Yeah. It was disconnected back there. So oh, okay. there was not a geyser from them digging into the <laughs> yeah, that's good. backyard. So <laughs> old faithful. Old faithful. In my backyard. So that's uh Clint McCannon at cannonplumbing.com. Look him up. He's the best. So today we're gonna talk about the fact that I read fifty books in twenty twenty two. Is that a record? For me it's a record. Nice. Uh, I wanna get into what I learned, good things, positive things of yep. reading that much. Sure. Um, I also want to get into when I read, mm-hmm. how I read, because a lot of people are like, okay, dude, how did you do that? I'm yep. so busy, and how did yep. you blah, blah, blah. I actually think I have some relatively helpful tips. Mm-hmm. And stick around for the end, because I'm going to give you my top four that... uh Really changed the way I think about your Rushmore books. My Rushmore of books. Come on. There it is. Today's very small Rushmore that is only my list. (laughs) 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 Top four of the 50 books I read last year. (laughs) (laughs) So. I want to give some context. Uh, if you're new here, I'm JT. This is Cooley. Hey, everybody. It's the Twerk Ethic Show. Sup. Uh, last year, I read 50 books. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2016 and 2015, so these are two years if you add them up, one plus one. Oh, okay. That is two years. There you go. I read zero books, mm. which is less than 50. <laughs> yeah. In... 2017, I decided that I wanted to read. Yeah. And I read a book about presidential facts. And I was like, dude, this is cool. I love the fun facts and stuff. Oh, yeah. So in 2017, I read like 12 books, which was huge for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 2018, I read 20. So I bumped it up a little bit. Nice. 2019, I read 25. Mm. 2020 came, COVID hit. I read 10. Yeah. Oh, nice. I just, you know. Pandemic slowed you down too. Huh? Oh, it slowed me down big time. Wow. 2021, yeah. I got it back together. Yeah. And I read 30. Ooh. And then 2022, I said, y'all, I'm about to read 50. Mm. I read 50, and I'm here to say Man. I will never do that again. No? It was not enjoyable. I mean, you checked out an entire library. Yeah. Now, reading is thoroughly enjoyable, and I think it's now my favorite thing in life. But I want to tell you why 50 books was not good. Mm. Be interested? Sure. Rushmore Top 50. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got all day. It's fine. What do you want to start with? Benefits? Sure. Okay. With friends. 401k. Boom. Paid time off. Oh, not those kind of benefits. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I was totally <laughs> left field, too. <laughs> so, all right. There's a couple benefits. There's some of the obvious ones, like, you know, well, if you read more, you're smarter. This is true. Mm. I just want to say this. I am less stupid. <laughs> right. Because I have read 
quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're more of a smart, smarter guy than my, than my, than me. I talk real good. Than me self. Every time I open my mouth now, I talk real nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's the old Jeremy. Yeah. Back. I think it's things like improved memory. <laughs> Sounds sad though. <laughs> improved memory. I'm remembering all these things that I wish I could forget. Uh, yeah. Think about like social scenarios, um, meetings at work, small talk. Yeah. You just have a lot more to pull from. Sure. Uh, my vocabulary is big. <laughs> <laughs> It's off the charts. <laughs> it's like, well, I was trying to think, what is the smallest vocabulary word <laughs> yeah, right. for size? And I was like, big. <laughs> uh, my vocabulary is more. My vocabulary has improved. It's just more. Yeah. I have the ability to concentrate more mm. than I used to and, like, yeah. and, and focus. Yeah, for sure. And also, I've learned a lot of history because I like to read a lot of That history. you have. And you I can th- pull some dates out of your rear, that's for sure. That's right. But I, I like the fact that we kind of have a playbook for a lot of scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, if you read history, and sure. it repeats itself. And, well, there's a, there's an old saying that history does not repeat itself, yeah. but it often rhymes. Yeah. And, and I agree with that. Sure. We think we're so civilized nowadays, and we're like, well, you know... Things aren't like it was 100 years ago or like mm. 200 years ago. And we I feel like we have this vision that people were just so different hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. But when I read history, it's like, that's not true. Right. These are just human beings. Yeah. And we've all, we have that same desire to love and be loved, and be successful. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, have a, have a home and have a good laugh and mm-hmm. have a good time. And Get your picket fence out there. Yeah. You just kind of, this have. has always been a, people have always <clears throat> been people. Yeah. And so I think history has helped Mindsets. me realize that. And then that comes to my last point of benefit, which is empathy. Mm. So when you read more information about other people, other worlds, other stories, it's easier you for easier for you to understand when someone's going through something, because you can say, Oh man, I read about this. Mm. You know, I read about the way that this person lives or yeah, this part of the country lives. Mm. And you can just be a lot more empathetic because your mind is expanding yeah. to these different thoughts. Right. But you when you were reading, uh-huh. what were benefits that you noticed? A lot of the same things, man. Just a mostly what I thought of, or what I felt was a clearer thought process. Um, yeah, it, my mind wasn't as jumbled, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And you can think clearer. You can, and it's like it's a huge benefit uh, as far as reading goes. And um, I need to get back into reading again because yeah. I used to be a uh, a mind mapper, is what they called it. Mind mind mapper. mapper. It's basically a nice way of saying speed reading. Mm, like speed dating. Mm-hmm. And uh back to benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah. So um, but I I did that. I took a class in that when That's I was really cool. When I was working corporate. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Sorry, not interrupt you, but I think you did tell me about this. 
Something about like yeah. an exit sign. Is the one I used to work for uh, Michael Wright at his company. Am I remembering this right? Something about an exit sign, like you. Yeah, <clears throat> and the the Waffle House sign. They just drew uh, yellow boxes on the whiteboard, and they were like, "What's this?" And everybody's like, "Oh, that's Waffle House." And it was like, and they didn't write any letters in it or anything. It's just like they they were like, "That's mind mapping." It's like you see Waffle House everywhere. And you equate it with those yellow boxes, you know, you're just like, and you could see like the yellow sign out of the corner of your eye and already know it's a Waffle House. So how do you, I mean, not to make you give a whole seminar here, but how does that attach to reading? Well, you've talked enough, so I can do it too. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Yeah. uh, But the (laughs) clap... Thanks everybody. Um, but the uh, the class that I took, um, Michael Wright actually, and we always call him Michael Wright. You can't leave out his last name yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, but he, he said he had he had done this class before and it like helped us with with his retention and as well as obviously uh, the way he read. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I can finish a book about this thick in about an hour. And and have okay. like eighty five at least eighty five ninety percent retention. So just give it. us just give us like a couple excerpts of like yeah you got a hardback over there yeah. I'll show you hardback writer. So basically, this is the nineties book by uh, Chuck Klosterman or Klosterman Klosterman, Klosterman I, think, I think Klosterman bag yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Chuck claustrophobic. So the. So with a hardback, it's just it's it's easier to hold and maintain. Yeah. But they were like, so take your hardback, put it down here on the, uh, and then put your arm over the left corner because that's the first thing you're gonna read. Okay. And as soon as you read that first corner, then you can take your arm and put it over it because you're done with that part. And so and then take your fingers. And basically, he was like, make an okay sign. Okay. Like this. And do this kind of like an S figure. I'll, uh, start at the top, obviously. Yeah. Work your way down, and then come over this page. Work your way down, and have three fingers underneath this book, part of the book right here. Because uh, this is like a process. This is the whole thing. You read the whole book like this. Yeah. Take your fingers, and then when you're done with this, you flip it over. Start over again. So, are you reading? Are you focusing in the middle of the page? You're like, because I'm like, what I'm trying to say is like, yeah. how in the world are you capturing these words when you yeah. do that? Well, the thing is, is they said when you when you read, you get stuck on like the the smaller words, like the like the yeah and a uh and you know all that stuff and. Basically, you have to drop that from the page and like just read the words that stick out to you, mm-hmm. and um, and so those are the, the words that were, are going to stick with you and make sense at the end of the at the end of the page. Okay. So when you do that, um, you drop all the the small words out, so you read faster. Um, Interesting. So I, I mean, I haven't done this in 
years, and I haven't practiced it, so I'm out of practice. So, <clears throat> so I can't like prove to you anything, but back in the day, I definitely could. Yeah. So when I went in to this class, I was probably reading maybe just over a, like 150 words a minute. And I had little to no retention because okay. I was just like, because I was reading so slow and I was just like, well, just not paying attention, basically. Yeah. So we did three weeks of class. I think we met like once, once or twice a week. So after three weeks, they had a, a smaller book for us to read the story and we were testing on it at the end. So I was doing the whole thing and uh, read 3,000 words per minute with 76% retention. Seriously? Yeah. Finished that book in, I think it was like 12 minutes or something like that. So, I mean, obviously it was a smaller <laughs> Just, book. I have my doubts. Yeah. I, like I did this, too. This sounds ridiculous. I did too. But the, when they gave me the test, I was like, it was almost like, I mean, obviously, I couldn't believe it because that was the first time I had ever done it correctly. So I wonder if it's your brain so, yeah. recognizing things yep. before you can process That it. was their big thing. Okay. Is, is like humans only use, like the average human only uses like 4% of their brain. And like <clears throat> when you have, when you're focused, you can use, that, you can bump that percentage up a little bit. That is fascinating. Like Bill Gates, like he uses 10% of his brain. Because he's a genius. Yeah. So guys like that. Yeah. Um, and it's only 10% of the brain. But as, you know, us normies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we only use 4% of our brain, you know, it's still, I mean, obviously it's still effective for what we do. But Bill Gates is on another level. And and that's why. Dang, that's fascinating. So, yeah, it was it was a cool class, man. Well, this, I'm glad I took this it. is actually in line with the, the thing I was going to say next, which is. People ask me a lot, like, how can I read more? Sure. My answer is not speed read because no, I yeah. don't know anything about it. Right. But that is very interesting. Yeah. The thing I would say for us normies or those not trained on speed reading right, is you have really no idea how much time you waste. Yeah. Like, it. I laugh, not in people's faces, but I do laugh when people are like, I just don't have time to read. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But you have two hours to be on instagram or tiktok or True. you know you're binge watching a netflix show mm -hmm. or you know and i know there's some people who genuinely don't have time to do things but the, yeah. the most people have time yeah to do things they just don't find it and so i say if you truly don't have time you should do audible you know yeah i think you should listen you all love audible you listen to books so good but i think you should just take 30 minutes out of your social media time mm -hmm. and instead of re instead of staring at your screen i think you should read yeah and i think you should read whatever the hell you want to yeah because people all the time like they're reading stuff that they think is i don't know some good virtue and it's like mm -hmm. no dude if you if you like rom-coms and that's all you like is yeah. the is a fluffy fiction rom com. Mm -hmm. Screw everybody, and that's what you read, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, for sure. I like history, yeah, 
And I found that out. If it's not history, I have a hard time with it. Yeah. And I've heard like, well, you're talking about the fiction thing. People who like Harry Potter movies love the Harry Potter books. Oh, and I hated the Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Loved the book. Yeah. Loved I, I hear the book is so much better. I loved it. Yeah. And so only read what you're interested It's kind of like a TV show. Mm-hmm. If you start binge watching a TV show yeah. and you don't like it, like don't continue. Yeah. Read, like watch something else. Shut that crap off. Watch something else. Yeah. And that's what I do. Um, Plenty of options. And that is where I'll say the problem with me reading 50 books. Mm. Problem is I set a goal yeah. that was so high and I did it. Yeah. But man, I was I I I wasn't enjoyable because I picked books that helped me get there. Oh, uh, okay. So if it's a 600 page book, uh, it's not very good for my uh my uh list goal yeah. here. I'm going to I'm going to stick around 300 pages or Yeah, for sure. You know, let me read some more fiction. A book is a book. It counts. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't so, matter how long it is. Like let me read more fiction. Because you can read fiction faster. Yeah. But the thing is, is I don't really love fiction. I do. I read a couple fiction books a, um, a year. Yeah, but you're a history buff. I'm a history guy. But I was avoiding some of the history. There's plenty of it. I was avoiding some of it so I could yeah. read more books. Okay. And it became about the number. Yeah. This year, I haven't been counting the books at all. And oh, okay. I have so much more enjoyed reading. Yeah. Because right. I, I get back to reading because I want to. Yeah. And not just because, like, oh, my God, if I don't finish this book this month, how am I going to possibly get to 50? Yeah. It was not enjoyable. And I don't recommend that. Now, if you're just starting out mm-hmm. and you want to set a goal that's reasonable because you have trouble sticking with it, yeah. I think that's great. Sure. Like, if you're like, hey, I'm going to read five books this year. Yeah. Like, that's great. Yep. Um, But to, <laughs> to put such a – pointless goal of me reading 50 books it's like dude yeah i read a lot of bad books this year i really did (laughs) right and i read a lot of great ones okay um and so i'm going to talk about that but first i also want to talk about how i read Mm. okay you want to do that sure so now how i read is very interesting because this this is kind of like how do i read more too i think you should set your environment to what you enjoy doing so like you sit down and watch a movie what do most people do? They dim the lights a little bit. Mm-hmm. They might have a um, surround sound yep. system. They might want to eat popcorn, or maybe they want to eat their dinner mm-hmm. and start a movie. You, yeah. you basically just you set this environment. Mm-hmm. I think you should do the same thing with reading. So okay, whether that's like maybe you read outside because it brings you peace. Maybe you yeah. light a candle. Uh, maybe you do what I do, which I have a room that. I made into a library. I'll try to get some B-roll here and show. Heck yeah, dude. I made my own library. That's um, nice. And that's the first thing I do in the morning. Is I get up. I uh, Well, I take a shower and I eat. Mm-hmm. But then I go into my library. Get that metabolism going. For an hour. Mm-hmm. And I just read for an hour. But that's awesome. the environment is. Oh, yeah. I listen to movie soundtracks. Boom. And you're thinking, how can you listen to music and read? It just can't have lyrics. Yeah, exactly. If it doesn't have lyrics and you turn it down, you can do it. Yeah. And it makes you like feel epic and like yeah. um, 
I'll show you my reading playlist right now. So takes it to a different place, that's for sure. My reading playlist has like the the terminal soundtrack, Saving Private Ryan soundtrack. Nice. Uh, most recently, the Mrs. Doubtfire soundtrack. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the horse one? The John Williams. Oh, um, War Horse. Yeah. yeah, and I've got like uh, the Natural in here. So nice. I it's all kinds of stuff, and you know, so like you get like yeah, it's no lyrics, man. That helps so much. So imagine, yeah, this is here. And you're just, oh, in your buck. Four score and seven years ago. It is easy to be aware of all the bad things happening in the world. <laughs> it is harder to know about the good things. Billions of improvements that are never reported. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about some trivial positive news to supposedly balance out the negative. I'm talking about fundamental. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Even even in that, I don't want to read that book. Right. Even in that example, though, you can see that like music helps you. It's it makes it more of an event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And well, when I was in school, they said you went to school. I did. They told me to listen to classical music while you study, which that's classical music. Boom. Boo. Yow. And there's yeah, there's no lyrics to get in the way. Just like because you'll. If you do that, then you're just going to start singing and stop reading. Yes. <laughs> so how about my top four? Oh, there they are. You want to talk about them? Sure. Okay. I'm going to go through them quickly. Especially the 90s. That was my heyday. I read uh, top. I read 50 books. This is, these are the top four. Um, oh, okay. First one is called The Death of Democracy. Mm. This is about the rise and fall um, well, Hitler's rise to power and the downfall of the Weimar Republic. Weimar Republic. With a V sounds JT. I thought you read books. I think this is interesting because it showed how fragile democracy is if those in power don't care about it. Mm. Because in the 20s, yeah, Germany had a democracy. Right. And that went away. Yeah. So this, was, this was unbelievable. That's oh. more of a history thing. That was great. All right. Um, factfulness. This is really cool by a guy named Hans Rosling. Ten reasons we're wrong about the world and why things are better than you think. Wow, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> this book was amazing because everyone is always talking about how much the world is getting worse. Yeah. You read this book and you will not say that again. Oh, okay. The world is without a doubt. Yeah. Maybe I should hands down better than it's ever been. Okay. Uh, it's just our perception that is off. Thanks, media. Okay. The third one. This one was incredible. It's called The Constitution of Knowledge. It's amazing. Yeah. This is about how uh, there's misinformation rampant in the world, and you don't know what's true. And so right. the Constitution of Knowledge... So much info. The Constitution of Knowledge is a system that he came up with to... Um, like a social system for turning disagreement into truth. Oh, this is actually one of those books. Wow, that that's pretty cool. Not just complaining about it. It's like, <clears throat> right, this is how we could fix it. And then the best book that I read all year. You ready for it? Ready. The best book. The nineties. Mm. Uh, without a doubt. It. Without a doubt. 
this is the greatest book um, yeah. that I've read. I don't know. It might be the best book I've, I've read. A, a lot of that is biased because of my age. Sure. But this was one of the best pop culture documentation things I've ever been a part of or yeah. uh, read because it covers everything. Yeah. I mean, music, fashion, mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, Basically mo- pop culture in the 90s. Yeah. Movies, but then it covers like history and politics and oh yeah, the economy and presidential. So it was like mm-hmm. I could not put this book down. The nineties, basically, those were like the Clinton years. <clears throat> he was president for most of the nineties, anyway. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. This this book, I would tell everyone in the world to read that book. Yep. it was absolutely amazing. That's cool. I freaking love the cover. That's amazing. Yeah. That phone. That's so, <laughs> it's so awesome. good. Yeah. That's so 90s. Well, dude, let's end the show with some dad jokes. All right. All right. You got it. Okay. So we're about to react to some dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, we don't have that much time to, you know, like see if they're amazing. So some of them might be bad when we read them, and some of them might be amazing. And we're just no going to react to them. So yep. how about you? Cooley, why don't you go first? Okay. What's the best kind of music to listen to when fishing? I don't know. Something catchy. (laughs) (laughs) We we talked about this before. I have a broad sense of humor. Yeah. I I appreciate the smart humor. Yeah. I appreciate the dry humor. But, buddy, I love the dad jokes. Yeah. I love them. That's what I grew up with, man. Just stop taking yourself so seriously and have a good time. Exactly. All right. You ready? Hit me. What does a baby computer call his father? I don't know. Data. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's good. All right. Okay. How did the pirate get his ship for so cheap? I don't know. It was on sale. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. I love it. Okay. Uh, I got one. You ready? Okay, yeah. All right. Sorry, I just read one. My friend was showing me his tool shed and pointed to a ladder. That's my stepladder, he said. I never knew my real ladder. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was coming. Yes. I never knew my real ladder. I love it. What do you call a fish with no eyes? I don't know. A fish. Oh God! Oh, I lost my mind when I saw that. I hate my job. All I do is crush cans all day. It's soda pressing. <laughs> so you have to read this one. It's soda space. Oh, pressing. Nice. <laughs> Did you know that the first French fries were not cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. <laughs> what did the T-Rex use to cut wood? I don't know. A dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that one was bad too. <laughs> um, what's Forrest Gump's Wi-Fi password? I don't know. One Forrest one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh. Which bear is most condescending? 
I don't know. A panda. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> it's wow. interesting. There's like dad jokes that are that are just so dad joke. They're funny, and then there's some like that you're just like, this is so bad. It's funny. Yeah, exactly. Like the, here's a dumb one. What do you call a bundle of hay in a church? Christian Bale. <laughs> That one got you, though. Man, yeah, it did. <laughs> wow. What do you call... Uh, what is a guitar player's favorite Italian food? Wait, say it again. What is a guitar player's favorite Italian food? I don't know. Stromboli. <laughs> <laughs> what did the cannibal choose as his last meal? I don't know. Five guys. <laughs> God, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little uh, that's a little dark. I don't trust stairs; they're always up to something. <laughs> this was under the groan category. Oh, okay. I like. Do you like the punny? I like the punny ones. Yeah, yeah, the play on words. My hotel tried to charge me ten dollars extra for air conditioning. That wasn't cool. <laughs> Oh, man. What did the sink tell the toilet? I don't know. You look flushed. (laughs) (laughs) He's just being real. I asked my date to meet me at the gym, but she never showed up. I guess the two of us aren't going to work out. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's the delivery. Oh, my gosh. I'm afraid for the calendar. Why? Its days are numbered. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. That would be a big step forward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I like this site better. If April showers bring Mayflowers... What do Mayflowers bring? I don't know. Pilgrims. Pilgr- I actually was th- going to say pilgrims, but that's funny. I just, I don't know why I didn't commit. <laughs> what do you call a factory that makes okay products? I don't know. A satisfactory. <laughs> All right. Here's some, here's some wife ones. All right. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Dear math. Grow up and solve your own problems. <laughs> okay. My wife told me she did not understand cloning. I told her that makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why didn't the astronaut come home to his wife? I don't know. He just needed his space. <laughs> wow. All right. Do wow. give me two more, and then we got to stop. Okay. I only know <laughs> I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This one's good in a southern accent. How does the moon cut his hair? I don't know. Eclipse it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. All right. This is my last one. All right. Dad, 
Can you explain to me what a solar eclipse is? No, son. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I just spit everywhere. All right, you got one more, and then we got to quit. Okay, yeah. Oh, this is like a dad joke of all dad jokes. Dad, did you get your hair cut? No. I got them all cut. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, uh... We got to end it because I, I got somewhere I got to be. Yeah. But as for this episode. He's got a real job. This was fun. Mixture of reading and dad jokes. It's like, this was just a really good vibe. Yeah. So. It's a good episode. It's, I feel good about this one. I do too. The other ones, no. And uh, I know one, you talked yeah. about speed reading, mm-hmm. but don't speed podcasts. Don't, don't speed yeah, no. it up. Like, take your time with us. Right. We're, we're a good wine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, unwind and unwind. we will talk to you next week love y'all yes we will bye peace it's the twerk ethics show it's the twerk